podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is the Manchester United Redcast. It's back for this season by Ladbrokes. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are around the world. Welcome to the Manchester United Redcast. My name's Eddie. Over there we've got Aaron. Aaron is still, and that's the uh, big boss, ringing to tell me that we should be doing the podcast. Well, we are big boss, so you don't need to uh, message me uh, anymore. Oh, by the way, as we're going on to the podcast, I've got some important information for you. You sign up and deposit up to £50 with Ladbrokes and they'll put £50 into your bank account. Well, sorry. Huh? Right, we'll get to that again. Shall I read it? Sign up and deposit up to £50 and Labrooks will put the uh, same amount into your account, giving you up to £50 worth of free bets. See, I can do it, said the actress to the bishop. And a special bonus for you because we are nice here at the Redcast. Uh, listen, if you bet 3-1 for Manchester United to beat Newcastle in the next game, you can get odds of 12 to 1. There you go. Massive 12 to 1. So, proper good evening for you now. Uh, this is uh, uh, the Red Cast here, supporting the greatest team on earth. And because I am a man of my word and I like ice cream as opposed to custard with my humble pie, Aaron, the first thing I'm Touch Aaron. I am sorry, Aaron. Thank you. Aaron, I'm sorry. Yeah, I apologise for getting it wrong. I don't get everything wrong, Aaron. Not getting it wrong, you apologise for trying to make me look like a right plonker. Is that what I did? Yeah. Well, you support Manchester United. How can you say we're going to get tonked? What kind of nonsense is that? We got tonks! <laughs> yeah, that, we that's, got tonked! That's, 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 that's called that having matter. the feeling in my, my waters. Is that what it is? That's what it was like. I feel it in my waters, you know, just like... It was like, you know when you have a really bad curry and the next day you're like, ooh, 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 don't know the situation. That's how it was. You know what I think happened? I think that when you, you play Sanchez and Pogba in the same game, I think they, they played... I think that I could understand the theory. Because when I was arguing with you, I was thinking not necessarily of trying to play everybody who's an attacking option at the same time. I thought he might have had a, a, a go at her yeah. Herrera kind of being a holding midfielder or something. But he kind of went all guns blazing and that is not the best place to P- use Paul Pogba. Pogba needs to play in a three. He needs to play Well, a he three. needs to be able to get ahead. Well, yeah, he to, doesn't no, play to behind. That, he, he's, to to he's, be able to push forward like he wants that's to. That's right. So he needs the two others he to hold back. He needs the two back. men to just go Is it... And was it as interesting for you to see that he was, I don't know what you call it when you spend £89 million on a player and leave them on the bench? Dropped, rested, given the opportunity to see the bigger perspective? What would you it say? It didn't bother me that much, to be fair. Well, why it does would, bother why, me because he's the boss. You? But who cares? Why would it bother you? At the end of the day, the only reason it bothers you is because the national press have made it out to be a massive thing. No. No, I haven't read the story in no, the no, Press. No, no one cares. I, well, I'm looking at the game. Of course they care. No one cares. Of course they care. No you don't cares. you don't buy what well, you think It's called squad rotation. Against the team that beat us the previous game. Huddersfield. They beat us when we played the Huddersfield. They haven't won in what twelve games? They are you listening to me? Huddersfield. They beat us the last time we played. And it's that with all due respect to you, son. And I don't mean to patronise you, young man, but it's that. 
kind of taking your eye off the ball, assuming that you're going to win, taking the people for granted, that loses his point. I'm not assuming we're going we're gonna to win. I'm not assume, you know, taking my eye off the ball. The fact of the matter is, we've got a squad assembled with multi-million pound footballers. So any, team, any, squad, any squad member we play... Is At the end of the day, if they're still there, it means they're good enough to play for Manchester United in any given fixture. It's not a case of, you know, oh, well, we'll rest you for that one because you're not quite good enough for that one. But, you know... No, that's not how it works. I don't know. Because if if that was the case, Mm -hmm. if that was the case, what is Chris Smalling still doing in our back line? Well, I think you've given Smalling a really hard time over the last week. And I think the reason I don't give Chris Smalling a hard time is I think the ridicule needs to be shared equally between him and the other Chuckle brother. Phil? What a lovely goal he scored. But the fact that it was for the the team doesn't really matter. It's a lovely you know goal. That small and scored the identical goal against Everton. Have no, you seen no, it? Have you seen it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's that exactly the same. It doesn't matter. We're talking about the game against Tottenham. Scored a lovely young goal. Look, they're both number one. Rub- number one I mean, look, number the number one, one defender is Eric, Eric Bay. Right, okay. we miss right. Him. Right. the greatest Eric right. since the king. Right. Okay. We miss Good. him. Right. As I long as we agree on Eric, it's just who plays with him. Why? You know what? In a game like that, you need someone who's a bit of a nut job. And he had no job number one, Marcus Rojo sitting Rojo. on the bench. You need someone who's a bit loose, whose cables aren't quite tied in, connected in properly. You've got Chris Smalling, potentially the most boring man on the earth. Even when he looks... It, does, it doesn't matter. No, no, no. He's not wait, on wait, there wait, to wait, be wait. interested, I'm not interested. Okay. Think about the centre-ass we've had over the years. You know, they've always had something about them. Let's be fair. Bar your Ronnie Johnson, maybe. maybe all right, fine, yeah. But... Yeah. Chris Smalling... Can you imagine if you turn around and he's giving you an absolute pummeling, going, why aren't you there, why aren't you there? You're just like, yeah, not you. are you, are you having yeah. a go at me? It's funny that reputationally he has become a kind of, well, his name's become a kind of pejorative term because a couple of seasons ago he was captain. He was up there seen as the replacement for Brown and Ferdinand. And, and it just seems like he's gone backwards. And I would say the same for Jones. And I'll make you right... If you look at the successful Manchester United teams over the last 15 years, solid uh, goalkeeper and and central defensive base. And we are nowhere near that. But it does look like when you see 75 million for Van Dyke, when you hear about the guy that we jettisoned years ago, now being off an offer for, you know, 12, 15, 20 million Evans, it does seem like that is the new big money position central defensive uh, what a Man City just paid for this I'm out of the it, you see what I mean it, it does seem like that is the new difficult I'll tell you what forget that fill. they spent 45 or however much it was on Mangala and they've just shipped him out to Everton on loan it shows it doesn't always work to be honest I would have loved if we had signed Laporta I've, I think he's a fabulous footballer you know I think Rafael Varane's a fabulous footballer as well but I really think Central defence and central midfield are two positions we need to strengthen as well as at fullback. You know, maybe... You, hold on a minute. Why, why central midfield? You, we need one more. One more. Someone... We we need someone a bit... a bit dirtier than Nemanja Matic who's a bit more cultured. Basically, we need Roy Keane. Yeah, we see that Chelsea are missing Matic and do you know oh, I mean? yeah. he's one of those guys that does a sweeping up job. Why, um, before the break, uh, why was the mopped-haired one uh, withdrawn? What is the secret? Apparently he's had knee surgery. 
But until he, we get this standard Instagram photo with him with his thumbs up and everything in a cast, I don't believe it. I, I, it's very weird, isn't it? I've seen it a couple of times. I saw it with uh, Arsenal and the boy that's lost all his money now. What, what's his name? Uh, Abue. The substitute being substituted. But it isn't something you see very often, is it? No, unless they're actually seriously injured. Yeah. No. So, well, why are you to be fair, so I wouldn't have brought him on in the first place. I think that in a team, when he's playing against a team that lacks height uh, in their attacking positions, he tends to lead with his elbow a lot. And he leads with his elbow and then he gets booked and he gets frustrated. When, you know, you're playing against like a P- likes of Peter Crouch, he's, he's the man to have because he'll go and he'll man mark him out of the game. But when you've got a technical player like Song Hyun Min and someone like Deli Ali and Christian Eriksen are going to run around you, and the Herrera is the man... He's off the boil, granted, but I still would have brought him on in the first place. Yeah. Some interesting decisions that have to be made by our manager. We'll talk about the next game uh, and also why tomorrow uh, uh, we're he sitting here in London on a Monday. Uh, it's such a big day for Manchester United. This is the Manchester United podcast. I'll try that again. The Manchester United Redcast uh, here. Uh, and we'll be back in a few short minutes. <laughs> This is the Manchester United Redcast. It's back for this season by Ladbrokes. Welcome back to the Manchester United Redcast. My name's Eddie. Here's his Aaron, and uh, I've apologised to him. He still wants me to continue, but I can't do any more. I've given all that I have. Uh, a big day. We marked the anniversary where, was it 22, 23 uh, people lost their lives in that crash? And uh, there was a moment of silence at uh, the weekend, and there will be one imagines all around Manchester. Uh, it is a time and a moment that we'll never forget. And a kind of, uh, you know, I remember talking to my dad about it, a kind of a moment that cemented Manchester United in the hearts of, of, of Brits. Because there's nothing like a tragedy to kind of really pull people together, is there? No, and I think as sort of time goes on, we're seeing so many more people come up with tributes. I know Paddy Parkley's brought out a book. BBC Five Live are doing a special tonight at nine, nine o'clock on the Monday evening uh, to commemorate Munich. You know, it's another milestone. It's 60 years, and it's just, it's, it's sadder and sadder when you think about it. Um, I read an interesting article, and for anyone who knows me well, they know about my passionate hate for Real Madrid. I've got deep hate for Real Madrid. But Real Madrid helped prop up Manchester United when mm. when 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 Munich happened. Um another point I wanted to make was about Jimmy Murphy, the man who is so often overlooked. So Matt Busby is obviously rightfully given credit for rebuilding the team, but Jimmy Murphy kept the club going. He kept the club going. He went to every funeral and he he, he looked after the team and, and you know the things that man did were, were incredible. Yeah, could you imagine? I mean, I don't want it to, but you just think if something like that happened to that. I mean, it did, didn't it? In uh, was it where was it? Somewhere in South America, it did happen. Chuck Quincy. Yeah, but but you know, just it must have been so the, huge. The, the difference is Eddie. If if Munich happened today to Manchester United, the club would be able to fund itself and re okay. rebuild itself. God forbid that ever happened. Different work, back different in, world. Back in, in, in 1958, there was no commercial deals, you know, and let's be fair, the fault of Munich lies at the at the feet of the Football League. They were unwilling to move United's, United's fixture on the Saturday uh, because they were playing in Belgrade, Red Star Belgrade in the European Cup, and and uh, Alan Hardacre refused to do it uh, and bowed to... To Sir Matt Busby because he he so desperately wanted to play European football, 
and and it was it was sort of that faithful knowing unit. And you know, I I think back to fifty years, fifty years, ten years ago. I remember it. I, we played City. You know what an emotional, emotional day that was. Old Trafford. I've still got my bask off. I still remember it. You know the Pipers bringing out the teams, and it was just a it was just a crazy occasion. And of course, we went to achieve great things that season. You know. Um, you know, winning the European Cup and bringing it home for them and bringing yeah, it home for some Yeah, home. I think that, you know, there's a symmetry sometimes to life, yeah. isn't there? And a kind of, it, it makes sense. Uh, look, I may ask you before the end of the show, are we likely to win anything this year? But uh, apart from the 12 to 1 odds for a 3 to 1, I mean, here's another one of those games that, you know, on the face of it, You've got to win and you should win. If it weren't for Man City, we'd be having a magnificent season. Yeah. So, I mean, I do think sometimes we have to be measured in our response. And it is still a works in progress, that too. C- City are the darlings of English football now. They cannot do anything wrong. Pep can't do anything wrong. We've had our time in terms of in the sun, you know, when we were under Sir Alex Ferguson and we were most feared and most hated. There was always going to be a shake or... Yeah, but they're not hated in the way that we were. They're not hated in the way we are. They're not hated in the way Chelsea were. There's something about them. Yeah, no, they are the Darlings English football. Pep can't do anything It's really interesting. But you know the world and how the world works. It's not going to be like that. The fact of the matter is, you know, we, we, we need to be winning at the weekend. We need to build some form. We need to start playing attacking football again. I really think, you know, it's it's amazing when you read how how we we took Sanchez on a on a effective rap you know in exchange with Arsenal, uh, yet Arsenal fans think they got the better end of the deal with with Mkhitaryan. You know what? We've got a world class attacker, you know. And if you look at the ranks, Mourinho is slowly bolstering the ranks. Yeah, but I understand. I mean, there are there are deals which are good for everybody, and and that, that's it. Mkhitaryan is now rejoined forces mm. with Aubameyang. They have a relationship that free assist. And you want him to do what? what we don't want anybody to leave Man United uh, and not do well. From Man United, I believe all clubs, apart from the two big ones, uh, and maybe Bayern Munich, are, are downwards. So he's gone down to Arsenal. And maybe now he's playing at his level. And I am being patronising. And I do wish him the very, very best of luck. But call it against Newcastle. And Ken Sanchez and Pogba, because they do I, I, need I to th- th- work in the same I think 3-1 is pretty good. I think the three one is, is a good shout. Newcastle more clean sheets we've had almost than any other. Was well, da- David De Gea was the only Premier League goalkeeper not to concede at the yeah. weekend. You know, three hundred appearances for him. By the way, well done, well done, well, Dave. Well done, well done, Dave. Yeah. We, we yeah. love you, even though you got a really dodgy ponytail. You leave him alone. He really can he can have whatever ponytail. he wants as long as he's a um, stopper. I think the th- I think a three nil is good. I think a three one's good. Newcastle have lost a lot of players in January. Rafa. <laughs> If Newcastle were up there, he'd be cracking up like he used to. Yeah, but he, he's done well, I think. I mean, when I look at the points, different, I mean, I don't, no people don't like us talking about other teams, but goodness gracious me, any of the bottom 10 can go down. Oh, and I think three more wins and it's nailed on that we're in a top four position and then it will be uh, re- Liverpool, re- Tottenham and Arsenal for the fourth place. Chelsea? No, Chelsea a third. I mean... Chelsea, I think a third. I think they played twenty-five uh, games on the same points as Liverpool, and I think that you know they will win against Watford. Uh, and I think that he's called for them to back him. It's it's really interesting uh, the way this is going on. Top four: Man City, Man United, Chelsea, and 
If you had to pick one, Liv- of, one Liverpool, of those three. Liverpool. 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 That's my top Over four. Spurs? Yeah. I mean, they've, they've got more points than Spurs. Uh, you know, they perform better against top six teams. Liverpool just f- flop when they're playing the rubbish teams. But when they're playing top six teams, they do incredibly well. Uh, in fact, you don't back any of them to beat them. So uh, that's my top four. Tell me your top four. City, United, Chelsea. And I'd, I'd go Spurs. Well, we'll see at the end. I'll go Spurs. Uh, is I, there I, a cider I, on it? Half a cider a on it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Half a cider <laughs> on that. There you go. Uh, listen, we're going to wrap it up now. We come to the end of our bandwidth. 3 0, 3 1. That's what we're predicting uh, for Man United versus Newcastle. Hey, 3 1 would be nice. You get 12 to 1 on that if you bet with Ladbrooks. Uh, we'll be back here next week. Aaron, you've done incredibly well. And again, one more time. I'm so sorry. Cheers, mate. <laughs> Uh, so until next week, it's left for me to say, come on, you Reds. This is a playback media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at unitedredcast.com. This is the Manchester United Redcast. It's back for this season by Ladbrokes. If you're a large organisation involved in managing, purchasing or making decisions on software licences, you need Livingston. Livingston provides the technology and a large team of experts to help you understand what software is installed on your network, who is using it and whether you purchase the right number of software licences to legally use it. This information can help you make smart business decisions when it comes to renegotiating software licensing agreements with large software publishers like Microsoft, Oracle, IBM and others and when budgeting for software spend. To reduce the cost and risk of managing your software licenses, speak to Livingston today about our managed services. Over 50 multinationals across the world trust Livingston to manage their software licenses. Visit livingston-tech.com for more information. What's your thoughts on Fulham? Chances are you don't think about them too much, but nice away day by the river, used to have a Michael Jackson statue, and once did quite well under Roy Hodgson. But that's probably about it, because chances are you're not a Fulham fan. However, if you do know someone that supports Fulham, maybe a mate or a colleague at work, please tell them about the Fulhamish podcast that I host every week looking at each Fulham game as it comes and goes, with a nice bit of quirkiness and humour along the way too. You can find Fulhamish at fulhamish.co.uk, and we're also available on all podcast platforms, including iTunes, Acast, and playbackmedia.co.uk. That's Fulhamish, your weekly independent Fulham FC podcast.
Social Podcast Network.